Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. Today's guest is originally from Chicago, one of the hottest comics in the country right now. And if you're a single man, one of the hottest comics in the country right now, <laughs> check out his Instagram. He has appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Late Night with Seth Meyers, MTV's Girl Code, and MTV 2's Guy Code. He's a trained opera singer. He once was a storyboard artist and probably could be a workout instructor. It's Mateo Lane. <laughs> Bravo. You like that? Boom. Bravissimo. Good one, right? That had a lot in there. A lot yeah. in there. <laughs> Good vibrato. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good breath support. <laughs> Good well, let's start with this. Um, I was sitting at the cellar last night, and your name comes up almost immediately after I sit down. I don't know why. I, I don't know if you were doing Just Gal show last night. Yes. He, oh, my God. He loves you. And uh, he had an Oscar preview. Did yeah. Just Gal, Oscar <laughs> show at the cellar. I don't know what that was about. You can tell us. But, yeah. uh, I mean, Wilson Vince like, this Mateo Lane is so talented. Oh. And then everybody's chiming in like, yeah, uh, it could sing opera, graphic design, like sketching stuff. Amazing. This crazy singer, a million accents, five languages. Wants to do stand up comedy. This guy. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. Because I love Joan Rivers. I have no idea. <laughs> That's how it started. That is how it started. Uh, used to watch her. Uh, like, can we talk? Oh, I, well, I, I very much. In, we'll see. OK, for me, I always tell people like when you're growing up, growing up gay, the, yes. <laughs> the name of my book, um, <laughs> you know, it's like stand up comedy was never a thing. I, I was never a comedy fan just because it was that there was no one really speaking to me. I right. think comedy people latch onto it because you have someone who's you know sort of dissecting the life that you're living and so marriage and dating and this and all these things that everyone can relate to and for me just kind of like well not I you know I liked Seinfeld and I loved Ellen because they were very observational but it wasn't until I saw Joan when I was like 19 years old and I was like oh this is what comedy is someone is for some reason an 81 year old Jewish woman speaking directly (laughs) to me but it was the closest thing to seeing a gay man so it was it really spoke you know what I kind of see it now you know what I mean like because she was like no holds barred kind of bitchy you know like and would just attack and out of the mold, you know what I mean? Yes. She wasn't like, she. everyone was against her. She was the only woman, but she had these, and, and gays sort of play with these sort of female and male qualities a lot of time. Right. Like, you know, n- not to say, whatever, not to get too existential, but it's like, there is this thing where it's like, I'm, I'm more feminine, but I'm a man. So there is this kind of relatability we latch onto with divas, Judy Garland, Streisand, you know, it's like these sort of like powerful women. So Joan was speaking to me. So that's how I got into comedy was loving her and this is in chicago obviously this is in chicago you're from arlington heights yes so and your first gig was chicago yeah I, I was doing stand-up for about well the first gig i got was like kind of stand-up it was at these gay this gay bar called sidetrack and i was like uh one night i did like a singing thing and one night i had to tell like storytelling so it was the closest thing to stand-up but then i was like i mean i just 
to be, I didn't know what to, I didn't know what stand up was. I was like, I didn't know what an open mic was. You know what I mean? So yeah. finally, my friend was dating a comedian, Marty DeRosa, who, if okay. you guys don't know, he's great, great Chicago comic. And he was like, oh, come do three minutes at my show. So 32 members of my family came. And oh, wow. uh, we're bring your show, bring yeah. your show. And he was so thrilled. He had me back on again. He's like, hey, all yeah, these wops came out. <laughs> so uh, and my grandparents came and everything. Yeah. And I was just trying to like be. And you crushed it like the first time? It was, I had three minutes. No, crushing. No, I, I just, I was trying to be like kathy griffin like i didn't know what i was doing <laughs> Telling the story, you know yeah. but i eventually figured it out but yeah. i did it for about eight months in chicago and then i was I was drawing full-time oh. and then i got a job drawing in new york and so i just the first day moved to new york started doing open mics here i don't oh, know wow. where i read it but you read you somewhere like that was the most boring thing to you drawing what well you? it's just the most natural thing for me to do i was thinking about it because now that i'm not doing it for work and i'm drawing for fun i'm looking back at my artwork and you know, I, I, I was looking at a, a drawing I did when I was three and it was, I mean, I was a bit of a child prodigy when it comes to art. Yeah. I really was like, wow, why, you know, that's really good. And nobody said <laughs> anything really like my mother's an artist and she was like, oh, you know, keep drawing. She never pushed me. Okay. Yeah. My brother's one of the top designers at Apple. My sister's an interior decorator. Like we're all oh, artists, oh but I, I just, the most natural thing for me to do but is you to still draw? draw. I still draw. Oh what, yeah. What for, do you, what do you got for us? Like, I have any kind of paintings we could borrow. Uh, sure. <laughs> you want, to, first of all, yeah. Neil loves art. <laughs> I got excited His, for a second. Let's fill it. Hold on a second. I might have the art here. Well, I have all my <laughs> old paintings when I lived in Italy up in my apartment now. Oh, oh, they're the only ones that I have that left. That you did? Uh-huh. And what what kind of, like, do you do <laughs> modern or what kind I of do, art do you um, do? I do the Alla Prima method oil painting. Oh, shit. And so it would be, I guess you could consider it, well, it's Alla Prima, so it's like post-impressionist. It's like real, it's realistic, but like using this, it, this not to get so technical, That's I'm getting right. really boring, I'm so no, sorry. No, no. I, I don't but know anything you, else. It's like a sergeant painting or sort of Soroya oh, okay. or like a Robert Henry where you use the surface treatment to sort of uh, describe the texture. So like... Like, you know, you paint towards like if if the cheek is like a, the plane of the cheek goes down, you paint down. And like if something is thicker, you paint it thicker. Oh, okay. it's, it's it's wait a second. So how so, much are you painting these days? Painting? No, I'm just drawing. How now much are you drawing these days? I still draw every week. I have a comic book with my friend Bob the Drag Queen that's on Instagram oh, okay. called cool. Kick-Ass Drag Queen. And I have my own comic book called Princess Cupcake. And I do on my Instagram, which I look like a whore. Um, I still have all my drawings I put up. Oh, so wow. Go okay. Okay. So if you have a bad day, you come home and just draw something. Yeah. Or like when I'm that's on the when plane. I, that's the one I want That after that really horrible day. to come fashion. home and just boom, boom, boom. That's for me. Oh, they're that's the they're all going to be fashion illustrations. That's going to be worth the most money. No, Neil, It's got oh, some drama the, in there. Oh, you're looking for money. Well, <laughs> no, wait a second. The backstory is that Neil... <laughs> likes to travel and when he travels with his uh, significant other they go uh, you know into museums mm -hmm. and he thinks he can steal a painting out of a famous museum so but now i don't have he's to basically casing the joint when it comes to you like <laughs> i'm waiting for your address to come out so he can go look yeah. if, i'm gonna steal him a wow so that that's pretty cool so you have that now is going back to your stand-up and you sing Right, so is, are you combining it all in the show? Is yeah, I have your... a sh I finally put it together. Oh, I have you a, did. Okay. I have a show now um, that I, I, God, I really am just showing my true colors. But it's called Streisand of the Bonsoir. So I'm, <laughs> I'm recreating Streisand's show from the '60s when she opened for. Um, 
uh, Phyllis Diller, and she was uh, not known. No one knew who she was. Wow. But I don't dress up like her. I'm just recreating the same energy, but si- singing the same music she sang. So oh, like, what did she sing? What were her big tunes the, back then? She was singing kind of like obscure, normal standards like Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, right. but then like obscure standards like Never Will I Marry and Keeping Out of Mischief Now, like kind of weird songs. But she dress up in men's clothing, Egyptian eye makeup, speak other languages. So I thought I kind of want to create the same thing, have a loose loose show where I'm chit-chatting and sort of let it be improvisational but then singing her songs you know another Jewish woman waiting to come I love Jewish women I guess yeah (laughs) Jewish women have really led the gay revolution besides Judy Garland when we were a kid you were in and I read this thing you you're so happy to be out now but yeah I read something about you about that and how long are you in? You're only 32 years old. I mean, you... uh, I mean, until I was 19. Oh, really? So, but more than half knew. my life. Did everybody know? Yeah, everybody knows, but you know, it knows, but then doesn't know. But you knew. Of course, I knew. Yeah. I knew since I was four. Right. I think it just does. It has a. It really fucks you up. I mean, you're spending half of your life trying your best to adapt to, to get people to like you to change the way you walk the way you talk the way you dress the kind of music you listen to. you're just doing everything to make it so you you're you're um you look like everybody else didn't you have it easier then because like, like i'm you know 20 years older than you so you like then it was really hard nobody was i kept right. telling neil nobody's gay until like 1989 i yeah. really think my generation was the last generation that had to discover being gay without the internet i see you see what i'm saying i mean of course yeah. we had chat rooms that there was no grinder there was no right. i didn't have glee gay people weren't on tv yet <laughs> right. you know so i so you breaking you broke with it yeah i had a yeah. fake id i'd go to gay bars i had to discover what drag queens were by myself you know like there's all this stuff but that now your, bro- is, your brother's also gay right yeah and is my, he older he's two years older so what didn't you guys like talk about like what do you know we're not close really oh weird we're closer now yeah. but i think he also was going through his own his own stuff yeah so he sort of sort of isolated himself from the family because i come from this big italian when you family. started doing stand-up though you were already out oh yeah oh, okay. but at that point i was already out oh, okay was yeah. that easier to say uh, on stage like you could just express it well it was just it was just it was nice to not feel it was nice to stand out you know what I mean, in a right. way. But uh, at that point, I'd already had like a bunch of friends who who had sort of helped me gain my strength. Oh, nice! If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. come out. Because w- <laughs> stupid question, was it coming out in your art? Like you would paint the picture? No. Of, like that would be of, fun. like me and like yeah. a foot out of a closet, <laughs> yeah. like with a red heel. What does this mean, yeah. Mateo? Yeah. This is Just really a clear. giant <laughs> asshole. Like, mm. This is very clear. It's very. Th- it's very good. What? How do I? Really on the this? nose. Uh, <laughs> Um, when you say big family, I also read this. You had 22 cousins on the same block. Yeah, we all basically oh grew up in the God. same neighborhood. Yeah. And we're all the same age. Amazing. So I have a cousin. So it's like its own community. What yeah. are all the names, the family names? So let's see. Let's go through all the cousins. There is Bobby, Cindy, Jackie. Uh, there is. What are the last names, though? The last. Well, Italian my mom, all, they all married non Italians. Oh, okay. So everyone, so. my mother's maid, well, my mother's real maiden name is Maldonado, which is Mexican. Um, and then there, there was a whole situation. So my grandpa's, who's Mexican. Uh, had five kids with my grandma who's Italian but then also had five kids with another woman and named them all the same name so he didn't confuse them (laughs) so my grandma divorced him so my mom grew up with a Mexican background Mexican grandparents Mexican cousins uh, and then half Italian half Mexican and then when she was 15 my grandma was like nope this never happened and remarried a Sicilian so 
by the age of 15, my mom just never spoke to her Mexican family again because my grandma didn't let her. So she grew up Italian. So the, the Italian last name is, uh, well, Sicilian would be Pumata, but Italian is Pomaro. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, that's the Italian name. And where are all that's- these languages coming from? All of it? So, like, you, the, there's some Spanish, obviously, from the Mexican well, we side. Well, so my mom is Italian and Mexican. Okay. I'm Italian, Mexican, Irish because my dad's Irish. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, speak Irish? <laughs> just, I like to drink. Uh, no. <laughs> I, and I, that, I'm like the most. Catholic I have a joke where I'm like I'm the trifecta of Catholicism like if it rains I'm like yeah it's probably something I did like just so much guilt <laughs> but um, I learned Italian we have family in Italy and when I was younger I'd go to Italy we have family friends in Italy in uh-huh. Sicily so I would I learned then because yeah. I just you have to go no one speaks English so right. I learned then and uh, Spanish but I mean you're beyond fluent in Italian I mean so you when you were there you that's how quick you're picking this up yeah I mean I already sort of knew it but then you go and you're like oh I can't speak any English English. Right. We're in Sicily. Well, <laughs> We're in the middle of the Mediterranean. Like I have to speak it for how long? Like summers, like mm-hmm. full summers. Okay, at least a sense. month, a month and a half. And then I lived in Italy for four months painting in okay. Umbria. Oh shit! And then I was sense. like the translator because it was a tiny school. There was twelve of us, mm-hmm. and we lived in a town of two hundred people. And I was the only one who spoke Italian. So literally every single day, I was a translator because when we wanted to hang out with the kids in the town. We had, you know, I was needed. So every single day I would have to be like this. I was like working as a translator, (laughs) but it was great. I was I loved it because one, I was the only one who could communicate with them. And two, I was like, great. I get to practice all my Italian. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, the back in Italy, they're a little behind on the gay thing as well, right? Yeah, especially so, in Sicily. Yeah. Not that, the, I mean, I think they just got their first gay bar in Messina, which is where we normally... <laughs> I mean, it, the you know, first gay bar. It's, it's crazy behind. It's, yeah. You're, Rome and Mi- Milan especially, they're fine with it. Because it's very, Milan is like European. I wouldn't even really consider it Italian. Rome mm. is, they're figuring it out. I think it's the Vatican still has uh, its hold on everyone and... I think so. Well, I was telling you the story. I was in Contorsi, which is right outside. It's outside of Naples, between it's Naples and Milan. My grandma's Napolitano. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, and then there was this one kid in the town who's who's gay, and they, he can't. He just can't wait to be eighteen and get out of there mm-hmm. because you could tell like he does not fit in. They kind of keep him like, oh, there he is over there. So he'll be okay. I just had breakfast with okay. my friend who's from Naples yeah. and gay. Yeah. Uh, I actually just found out he was gay. He just came out recently. And so we were talking exactly about that, being from a small town yeah. in Naples and getting hard. out. And, mm-hmm. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. Just as, even more hard, probably. Um, okay, so give me some a couple quick things before we wrap up this segment. Mm-hmm. Is um, the Chicago to New York differences. Uh, City-wise or n- comedy-wise? Anything-wise. Well, I would say, okay, so let's Being start. Midwest. You're a right. Midwesterner, I and would now s- you're in this New York, so. I would say on a whole, yeah. th- they're very similar in the way that me coming from Chicago to New York is a wildly easier transition than, like, my buddy Evan Williams is from North Carolina. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, even from, like, Columbus, Ohio, like, uh, Chicago outside of New York is the true other metropolitan city in America. It's giant. It's right. the world's third largest skyline. Yeah. It functions the same way. I have an obsession with skyscrapers, by the way. Um, <laughs> it, you know, trains, everything. So I know how to take a bus. I know how to get in the train. I know how to manage a city. I have a city, like, sort of, I'm city smart. Could you, so that's could easy. you do what you do smart? here in Chicago? No, right? No, you can't yeah. find that kind of, no. All those There's shows, no. All those how about the people? The so the people, that's the one thing, is I'm still sort of fascinated by East Coast mentality <laughs> because it is exotic to me in the sense of like these sort of like there's this way New Yorkers act and talk like this sort of East Coast. 
I don't know. They're all they're not not that they're tougher, but they're they're just sort of like direct, direct or and I love it, but it is still culture shock of this sort of attitude because mm-hmm. uh, of the Midwest. We're so like we're apologizing Light. for yes. existing, you know, yeah. and here everyone is just sort of. I don't know. There's a strength that everyone kind of yeah, has. Yeah, just nicer. Because I, when I lived in Chicago for a couple of months, I remember I was at this bar and these girls just came and talked to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we thought they we thought they liked us, but they didn't. They were just out. Just they talked just to us. To you. Yeah, they was like, "Hey, what's going on?" We had a conversation. They left, and I'm like, "I don't even think. I just think they wanted just, to chat. Just, yeah, just hanging. <laughs> yeah, and that will never happen in New York. I've yeah. never had that happen where I'm just. And then it just was. It just kept happening. People just hanging out and talking. Yeah, and that's I, a big that's difference. That, that, like, that never happened. Here, do you? It, Colin Quinn's special was the best, where he talked about like what a New Yorker is. He's like, New Yorkers see like if you come to a New Yorker on the street and say how are you, that's a threat. <laughs> you just have to get directly into what you want. You know what I mean? Like, yes. where'd you get that ice cream? Like, <laughs> and it's true. I said if I yeah. was walking on the street and someone said, "Excuse me," I'd say, "Get the fuck away from me." <laughs> if someone came up to me and said, "How do I get to?" Boom, I'm ready to jump in. Yep. That's true. That's it's yeah, a true. Weird, it's weird thing. thing. I've adapted quick, but my accent is still Chicago. Little Chicago, little bit. And Chicago. you never thought about going to L.A. I, I the thought of living in LA, I'd rather uh, be dead. I'd oh rather my boy. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> and everyone's like, "You're gonna go." I'm like, "Watch me. Yeah. Watch me not go." Great. I'd rather be dead. Let me wrap this up. Sorry, Neil. I got one more question. I got one more good question. Go, go ahead. ahead. What go is ahead. the what is the town? What is your number one thing? If you have to do one of them, what do you like the best? Drawing, singing, comedy, I, acting. You know what, Neil? That's we, your we, question. We nailed it. We like. What's the dream career? What do you want to do? Comedy. Stand up. Well, because I'm able to do everything I want to do with comedy. If I want to sing, I can sing. If I want to, I can do anything I want. So, so let's comedy. talk about this quick project, uh, the Chameleon. I read. Yeah. Yes, the Chameleon is. You got to deal with Comedy Central. It's a scripted project for Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that, and then we'll move on. Basically, we. I was writing with my friend Jared, who's a great director and writer, and we were sort of reverse engineering. My, he was like, okay, let's think of a show for you. So you sing, you speak other languages, you draw. You know, he's like, you know, honestly, he's like, I'm reading a spy novel, but you'd make a great spy. You would make. A and great I was spy. like, I kind of would. And I was like, <laughs> what if we mix like Nathan Lane's character from The Birdcage with like a spy <laughs> world? You know what I mean? Where I'm, <laughs> like in, I'm yeah. using drag and I'm using yeah. other languages and stuff. And because yeah, I'm not like a heterosexual James Bond, like you know, fighting <laughs> whatever. I'm not. I'm never gonna be that. But hey, I've got some skills that yeah. could be useful so we thought wouldn't that be funny so we wrote a show and we're we just handed in our first draft of the script happy with it and, and they're happy with it okay which makes me so excited um it's really funny and it's that it's just me as like this struggling performer who just ends up in the in spiral spy world trench coat <laughs> yeah trench coat <laughs> all right we'll, we'll end with that one all right let's move on to our second corner oh i got a little feedback there you got scratchy. Feedback. You're scratch. right. No, mine went feedback, out. Oh, your feedback. feedback. Here's your feedback. Oh, there we go. Languages. No, mine went See. out. Uh, La lingua. Yes. Amazing. English, Spanish, Italian, French. Mm-hmm. And some and German. Some German. And that's the one you studied. Yeah, well, barely, <laughs> barely. I had a great teacher from sixth to eighth grade, Herr Katzenmeier from Austria, and he only spoke German to us. Oh, boy. I must also be able to, like, learn language quickly, you I think. must. There's no way. So you never have to read the subtitles of any film. You're I mean, just, I would. Just, no, there's... You're just t- like, Roma, got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... All right. 
Let me explain. Let me go to any film in any country. Got it. So yeah. in so okay, English, right? Best language I speak. Then Italian. Right. Here's the thing. To someone who okay, so you guys don't speak any other language. No, but I mean, I have dabbled. I mean, I studied French. That's a okay. no. That's a no. So, and then Neil went lived in Japan. Let's I live in Japan where we and started everybody. to learn it, but then unfortunately, I so moved Neil to knows Texas. About I know where Konnichiwa and Origato. Yeah, I knew those, and then it just when you go to Texas, you don't need to know anything. It's best that you drain your brain we also write uh, a mrs scoshi into every sketch we write <laughs> like mrs scoshi scoshi means small so mrs scoshi is always a tiny person i was just told by a japanese woman in seattle because we were talking about languages and she said oh what do you speak i said italian she goes you know italian and japan share something people who speak italian have the easiest time adapting to the japanese language because we use this like the way that you speak it it must be the same muscles like okay. the same pronunciation same inflection interesting she goes so anytime someone from italy or japan vice versa is trying to learn the languages we always catch on quicker and i thought that's true and she was explaining like in mandarin and cantonese and korean the the way you move your mouth is much different than Japanese. And I thought I always thought that because when listening to Japanese, I thought it is kind of the romance language has a musical element to it right. versus even like if you listen to Vietnamese or Tagalog or anything, it has more of a bounce to it that sort of sits the same with Italian. Interesting. Well, there we go. The Japanese are going to be happy with that. It all feels like somebody's yelling at me, Japanese. No, that's more the uh, that's more Chinese and Korean. No, that would be it? more Japanese, I feel. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Shit. But I, I like do Japanese. I do try love to speak up for the Japanese. Korean. <laughs> I learned a couple words in Korean cuz um I had a lot of, there were a lot of Korean kids at my um college, the School mm. of the Art Institute of Chicago. 25% of the school was from wow. Korea. So there was a huge Korean population and they I mean they taught me how to say things like hello, how are you? And then crazy bitch. So anytime I meet Koreans, I can be like, Anyong, Charisoso, Michinya. And they always are like, Oh my god, that's so silly, you know that word. You know, we the Olympics was in South Korea and they did teach us a couple of words, and of course I remembered none of them. Right. Yeah, perfect. But, but oh, so what I was gonna say is so if you guys don't speak languages, yeah. so it looks like I'm wildly fluent in five. If you right. spoke all those languages, you'd be like, Oh wow, he's fluent in Italian and super proficient in Spanish and French. That's still pretty super proficient for a person who doesn't live there is pretty good. You yeah, break like, it all I mean, out. You, you break gonna... all this out in your show, you do it in all of the language. I mean, no, Italian every once in a while no, I'll speak. Yeah, do you break well, out? I do of... break out in French because I make fun of the French uh, for a couple. A couple. I had a couple weird experiences in France, but yeah, like this morning I was only speaking Italian. So I now, right now in my head, Italian is like super. Who are you speaking to? Yeah, Italian? what do you mean? You wake you up and you start speaking. My Italian? friend Giovanni was here, and he's from Naples. Is this your ex? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. That he's he lives in Spain. He had a legitimate Italian boyfriend. No, Spanish from oh, Spain. Oh, I thought he was Italian. No, he's from Spain. Okay. Originally from Venezuela, not from Spain. Okay, keep going. Um, so, so you're talking to Giovanni. Yeah, so we woke up and it's like, I haven't spoke Italian in a couple of weeks. So it, it took f maybe a half hour for me to really, like when I first started speaking, I'm like, like I can't really speak it. But then after I left, now I'm thinking in Italian. Mm -hmm. So then I have to like switch back to English. Oh, wow. It's weird. But French, go. I learned from my friend Anaïs. She's from France. And so my French, first of all, it's all since they're all Latin-based, they're all heavily influenced on Italian. So my Spanish, 
like Carmen Lynch loves speaking Spanish with me because I sound so Italian when I speak Spanish. <laughs> I have like a hey, weepity bobbity boobity way of speaking <laughs> Spanish. Spanish. And she's like, please keep speaking Spanish to me. It just sounds so fun. Oh my gosh. And when I speak French, it's the same. So there's sometimes like when I was in Montreal, I'd speak French and they'd say I sound Parisian in Paris. They think I sound Italian and, mm. or American. Like I have weird accents. That's interesting. It's a better day than me. I'm just waking up. That sounds exciting, waking up and just be like, da, da, ha, da, ha, yeah. Neil, yeah. Neil spent a lot of his time in the South. So, um, you know, when, yeah, I, Texas do, when I do no. Neil's accent, I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> Neil. right? And my wife goes, he doesn't speak like that. Like, yes, he does. sounds like that to me every time don't. Mais tu m'as dit que tu parles français? Un peu. Un peu? That's it. That's as far as we go. Okay. <laughs> when you talk to Gad Emelot. You talk French? Yeah, we'll speak. I'll speak French, and then he'll he'll say like "Come stai," like he'll say Italian things to me. <laughs> so I'll be like "Bonsoir." He's like "Hey, Matteo, come stai," and I'll be like "You sto bene, grazie." <laughs> How good is Natterman's? Uh, his uh, French is really good. It is. Yeah. Well, he just is like but very. He sounds studious. like American. Uh. He just no, sounds his like Natterman. Bonjour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I speak French to him, he'll like correct me and stuff because he's really? so yeah, because he's so On grammatical, and I'm so like um, <laughs> I don't know, like more. I'm more like. Like, je parle pas français, je parle comme italien, je change toutes les paroles, l'utilise l'accent français. So it, I'm using oui, like you Italian. You commit to it though, but you commit oh, yeah. to the accent. You know, like that's part of it. Like when I was in school, like that was the part I couldn't, you know, I wanted yeah. hey, bonjour, come But that's the best part is like, if you want to speak it, like speaking You'd Italian speak it. is so fun. Because uh, okay. you get to really, like, my whole. You act it out. You've yeah. got the hands. The whole thing, the hands thing is real. It is. All yeah. They all have s- they certain do meanings. It. This means perfect. Yeah. This means mafia. This means gay. This means I'm hungry. <laughs> this means I'm mad at right. you. This is crazy. Yeah. This is together. This is what do you want? This is forget about it. Yeah. They all have, oh, all shit. of them have specific meanings. When I was in, he's making a lot of hand gestures. When I was in Italy. <laughs> How was that for the- you, you knew, you, that was when I came back with that. They really do the Mamma Mia. Yeah. They really do. The, they come shake the hand. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Yeah. yeah, and they shake their hands at you. That happened on the plane. We were on the plane, and a fight broke out on the plane because, and I'm like, wait, what's an Italian fight on a plane gonna look like? So of course I'm just a voyeur, like mm-hmm. nobody's business. Everybody's asleep. I'm wide awake because the guy in front of the other guy leaned back too far. You know, it's one as a seat argument. And so now this guy's pushing him with his knees, put his knees up on a thing, and they're arguing Italian. And I mean, it is like, you know, the hand gestures are going back and forth. And I mean that then the the steward comes over and he's talking to them and he's yeah, what's gesturing the, what like, hey, you can't do this. This means what do you want? Yeah, is, and, you but doing? usually when they argue, they're going like yeah, this because yeah. they're trying to say, I beg of you. Like they're trying to plead you. their case. Okay. Yes. I did stand up in Italian in October. Yeah. I did a week of shows in Italy. And literally my body changes when you're on. Like normally I'm very yes. like whatever on stage. SD always says I talk with my hand on my chest. She's like, you talk with your hand on your chest. And yeah. I'm like, I guess I do actually. Now, now when I do, I'm like, SD's right. I a little bit. am grabbing my chest. But in Italian, I was like, literally like, ah, ma che io sono da Sicilia. Io mo quando sono andato, quando sono più piccolo. Like, yeah, see, I'm turned very like tightly Italian. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Your whole body changes. And what's French? Like flamboyantly outwards. Like, like your Italian French. Inside. No, quand tu parles français, c'est du parle plus sophisticated. Que tu parles pas avec ton lisant. So very sophisticated. Yeah, je parle pas avec le. I don't know how to say gestures. Geste. I always smoke. Oh, je dois have have quelque chose. Oui. When I go to France or it's Italy, I always smoke. <laughs> I love it. I buy a oh, pack of you cigarettes. You actually do Absolutely. smoke. Absolutely. Oh, f- oh, you have to. 
please. Do you do the espresso shots? Like yes, I, I drink three espresso shots a day. Oh, my God. And never a cappuccino after 11 a.m. This guy, oh, wow. like when we went, he's like, hey, come on, I'll take you. I'll show you around. So he gets, puts me in the car. We go around. He goes, I just got to stop here for a second. Yeah. Pull right in the middle of town. Gets out of the car. Come with me. Goes to, into the, they know what he wants. Mm-hmm. It's like a bar. And mm-hmm. he, the guy walks up, he walks up to the front. And the guy pours mm-hmm. the espresso shot, knocks it down. You want one? No. Throws a couple, you know, coins a down coin. on the thing. A coin. And then boom, right back in the car. It's the best way to drink coffee. I love going to Italy because you, it's, it, every, drinking coffee, it's a whole culture. How yeah. you drink it, how you order it, how you, and so when you walk up, you say, ciao, vorrei un caffè. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, va bene. You know, and then they make it, you throw down your euro, drink it, leave it, go. And it's great. It yeah. just gives you that boost to go. And the coffee it's there better is than, so good. It's better than coffee here. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's better Please than... Oh but do you drink Starbucks here? <laughs> no. I, every, if I have to drink Starbucks, like if I need it's like Manure, caffeine... But my God, it's Wait, so you'd bad. You just, get to Europe? What do you mean? You'd rather just... I do that in Europe when I'm there. I drink the espresso. You'd rather just drink the little espresso three times than like a coffee? Yeah, I'd rather just get it down and go. Uh, okay. But plus the taste is so... Yeah, I got to get it. What do I, they think when they come here? The taste is garbage. That it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. It's you garbage. could totally be a spy because you can go into any, yeah. almost all the big countries now. You yes. can go to Germany. That's this why he's got a show as a spy. This is a perfect show. Yeah. I it know. It's a perfect show. What can we do on that show? I, Whatever you guys want. You can the, be. Fix the lights on the set. <laughs> <laughs> Do you use it to talk behind people's backs a lot? With my cousins, yeah. Ah, that's nice. My cousin Brian and I, he'll, he'll, he can't speak Italian, but he understands it fluently. Yeah. Which is a very common thing, to understand a language, but then not be able to speak it back. So I only speak Italian to him. Mm. But we'll be in public and just on the train, just letting everyone have it. <laughs> or I lived with Evan Williams and his wife. She's from Mexico. And yeah. so she taught me Spanish. So when I'm with her, I just speak Spanish with her. And we just like, and we plot things against Evan behind his back. Like, it's great. <laughs> Wait, do you have a boyfriend now? Uh, no, not no. Really. Okay, no, so no. I was like, what language do you speak? But my like, ex-boyfriend, so nice. I, I would try to speak Spanish with him, but he's from Venezuela, and they just have Sloppy. a complete yeah it's dialect. Like, not a dialect, but just like thick accent. Mm. So like my Spanish is, I only really can understand and speak really well with Mexicans mm-hmm. because that's the Spanish I learned. So even in Spain, sometimes I have a hard time. It, when a fight breaks out, like you're fighting, you fight in English or in Italian? Yeah, it would like, be in, you, you be see it in the movies, like the 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 person, the actress or whatever speaks English. Like Penelope Cruz, she'll speak English, right. and then, but she wants to yell at something, then she starts Spanish. Yelling, yelling. Sometimes I would speak Italian to him because he can understand it. Ah. The languages can all understand each other essentially. So an Italian's perfectly in between French and Spanish. My father could speak like ten languages, but like. Four perfect, and then enough in the rest of them to get you through a country, and then enough in most of them to get us killed. Because he could tell you disgusting terms in every one. So, like, we have a friend, Peter Boris, he's Greek, and he, my father, I don't know what expression he said to Malaka, Skasis, whatever it was, it was like, <laughs> shut up your ass, or something like that. You're like, oh, and Peter would turn great, like, Peter would turn like bright red. I love Greek people, I love the Greek <laughs> language. I know, Tikanis, Kalaisi, Karisto, Parakalo, Yasis. And Damn. my friends, Sophia, yeah. growing up, was Greek. And Greeks to me are the most similar to Italians, at least Sicilians and Greeks. Mm-hmm. Her mother was so Greek. The first time I met her, she literally opened the door, looked right past me, yelled at her daughter, goes, Sophia, I tell you, the gypsies come to take our cat. <laughs> I mean, they're just so, they're my favorite people. 
That's fine. How uh, much do you travel? Do you travel a lot? Well, no? now I'm on the road every single week in between now and the end of May. This has never happened to me. So I have like, but it's like Ohio. I'm not like going to Spain or anything, you know. Just all shows. But, yeah, it's all shows. So, But I was just in Vancouver. So this weekend I'm going to Massachusetts and then I'll be going to Chicago. Like I'm just jumping okay. around. Um, last thing. And then we'll wrap this one up. Um, so you have this bit about gay being a different word in all. Like they don't have a word. It's gay. Well, they have words for faggot. And you could say like homosexual, <laughs> like gay, which is a homosexual. But they do say gay. Like in Italian, you that the word is gay just with an Italian accent. Gay. So and it's same with French. Like how did they get that from us? I think so. Yeah. Because Italians also say shopping and weekend. So if I used all three oh, in a sentence, okay. like, andiamo a fare lo shopping questo weekend con i gay. You know, <laughs> let's go shopping this weekend with the gays. But French is the same time, ah, you like, je pense qu'elle est gay. Or like Spanish is, uh, you credo que est gay. But they, they, but I think Italian is most gay. And they also say, okay, okay. Okay. So right. you hear them, oh, okay. Yeah, that was the one word I could do with him. Okay. I got to learn another when, language. When you go to another, thank God with languages, you can take out uh, your phone now. Right. Just say something into the phone and it will translate. You know. Yeah, but that just takes too much time. I no, it doesn't. You can I type think it, it does. I'd rather just you pick just, off words. I'd rather sit there and smile. You could and hold it and have words. them read it. Yes. Yeah. I have not been to a country yet where I don't speak the language. So I've been to France, Spain, and then Italy. So I I would be curious to see how I would adapt like if I went to Greece. Like cuz now it's I I don't I don't ever go to a country and worry about that aspect. I do like speaking languages cuz I can speak the, I can talk to locals and you feel more connected immediately just to the culture cuz you're able to experience it by talking to them yeah, where I you're not like on the outside. No, it's so much better. But the only place I I went to Italy and I had one problem there where I just we just grinded down like they did not speak any English. We spoke no Italian, but we got to we were I just had a restaurant and we I just did fish like like yeah, that, I, and then that's what that's what I, find, out fish. I just got fish. They yeah. brought fish, and Did I was you like, make the, "Why don't you make the lips with the?" <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I was just Maybe like, like, "He's trying to kiss me." <laughs> I, I was pointing to the ocean, and we got it, and we got that was my only rough time. <laughs> I was like, "So I don't want to bring oh out no God. freaking phone. I don't want all that shit. I'd rather just struggle through it." And don't get it out. shrimp when you're in Italy, by the way. If you get shrimp, they actually bring it with the shell with the thing. Uh, they don't peel it at all, so it's a totally Sicily different. In Sicily, they do. Oh really? No. Yeah. Ordered, I ordered some shrimp dish, and it came with like a full. I can't eat seafood. No. I'm allergic. So, to oh. seafood to fish or shellfish? Well, I got allergic to eating octopus and it was so bad. My doctor was like, don't eat anything from the sea. Wait till you get tested. Wow. So, I'm not touching anything. Shit. Plus, I don't even like it. So, that sounds like a euphemism. Don't touch anything <laughs> from the sea. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on. Now, our third corner today, we take the hard corner. As always, it's music. Let's talk about it because we have Mateo musically. Now, Neil and I grew up. At a time where we think music is, of course, whatever era you're in, you think music is right. the best era. When you're in your you, teenage 20s, that's the best. I think so. Um, but I think it really is. I can't imagine somebody now going, uh, Dua Lipa is going to be better than the Rolling Stones. I know. But but it's, it's generational. Right? It's just, a, well, music's also changed so much. It's not so much about the artists as it is the production. So now it's about producers and it, like everything sort of sounds homogenized. But rock and, and roll is what's the matter? You want to turn my it thing? Up? No, my thing cut out. I did. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. Ro- is rock and roll dead? I think it is. There's well, no hip hop's everything. Everything. The Grammys had no rock and roll bands. No, I don't think. No. No, hip hop just dominates. 
Everything. Is it hip hop or is it like pop music or is it like electronic? I don't even know what well, it pop would be music. Called. I feel like is hip hop. So they've all blended. It's all like that's just dominates everything. Yeah. There's no. Well, everything's nostalgic too. Like they're taking melodies from like the eighties and seventies, I mean, stealing melodies. Like just come up with your own. Sh- but just shit. go back to like we were just watching. We watched the Queen movie and then that which right. led us to the Live Aid. So we right. went and rewatched the and live it's amazing aid. so right? think and then we're like okay think of what is live aid now like who would right. be on that show there'd be nobody, nobody. there'd be no groups it would be all hip-hop right. wouldn't even be and, a band on the stage just the dj and well, that would be what everybody wanted to see like, i think too like music like back then you're talking about queen one the the way music was distributed and how it was consumed is different than it is today right so you consume music by whatever they sold at a store near you or what's on the radio that's it. Yeah. So uh, it makes sense that most people are going to be drawn to the same type of music. And also, we didn't have access to these celebrities the way we do today. So back then, these musicians were gods because they were just magical and mystical. And, you know, everyone could sort of, I don't know, like cling to that person for whatever reason, for whatever personal reason. And it just was a different time. I mean, you watch, when you watched Freddie Mercury perform, Look at the audience members. They are in awe with what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. They can't believe what they're watching. Today, people are on their phones. People are chatting. People are drinking. It's not the same experience yeah, with I, music. I understand. I agree. But Everyone if, uh, wants a to new, take a picture. Anybody's album came up. Stones, Queen, Zeppelin. Like, people listen to that from beginning to end. It was right. like a big thing. You, there was four hits in album, four, three hit. The B-sides people loved. You, I think Adele Ariana might Grande, be. The, I can't name I two songs. and I. <laughs> <laughs> right, Every what song is, is the same. She's the addiction of a fog machine. You know, I I think that music like Adele is the closest thing yeah, to an artist with real music and singing and lyrics and whole album concepts. The last artist that people latched onto the same way that they did back then, or at least the '90s was the last time you get artists like that, like Mariah Carey, mm. who dominated the '90s. You right. know what I mean? I mean, of course, I'm leaning towards pop music, but of it's course. like Janet Jackson, Madonna, Whitney Houston. Like that kind of music doesn't exist. I think today it's like Beyonce. Yeah, she had like she had an album that uh, people listened all the way through. It was a concept album. Like p- very few people are able to do it and keep a hold of the public the same way they used to but a lot of these people they're not they don't write their own songs no she doesn't write a word right well she might but i mean she certainly has you can there's just proof you can see there's like 18 producers right. you know so but um, the bands like like you take a, a u2 or where is that band where why aren't they getting an like, airplane i don't know helping like <laughs> well, children or something not right? that band i mean like where is no the next? i don't think there is the next u2 i don't think the, that that thing is gone i don't know where it went it's just gone no I think, they say it's out there according to like dave Grohl and those people they're out there it's just we don't pay them any never mind well, now well i think eventually the pendulum will swing, swing back. back i mean if you think about it like with all this video and everything happening today a large percentage of people are now listening to things audio so it's crazy that with all this like virtual reality and everything that we've got going on, podcasts and audiobooks are the most popular thing. It is possible that the pendulum will swing back because I remember like Michael Jackson and those dominated like America and grunge just wiped it straight off the planet. And then all of a sudden now hip hop has just replaced every mm-hmm. other possible thing. Well, the late 90s was the renaissance of pop music because it was gone for so long. And then all of a sudden you have. Britney and Backstreet Boys and Christina Aguilera and it was like oh pop music's back and then it goes away again. Let but me ask I, I you this. I think that guy if for the uh, for Queen mm-hmm. right 
Freddie would Mercury. never there would never be a band now. I think that Freddie Mercury would just be Freddie. A solo he would just be I think that a band's impossible now. It just doesn't work anymore. I mean, no one wants to stay together. No everyone's going to get pulled apart. It's not everyone's true. Everyone's going to make a single cuz well, a single hit. I feel like a band there's a huge I feel music like the scene goal, in Nashville right now. Yeah, but now. I feel yeah. like huge. the goal is not to be a band. It's like a one person thing. Well, they always try and break up the band. They they did that with Freddie just, Mercury in the movie. They I don't said feel we like have a solo thing. there anymore. I don't think it will ever be there like the bands anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. I think too we have to remember we say okay like Freddie Mercury wouldn't work like Queen wouldn't work today but music today is so influenced because of Queen like we can't even if we really sat back and looked at the ripple effect that bands like Queen had on music just in general just in terms of the flamboyance on stage and costume and performance like we, we it's so embedded now into the culture and into our way of thinking that it's too difficult to even envision music without those kinds of bands. So, you know, would it work today? No, but it's the same argument of like Blazing Saddles couldn't be made today. Right. But it's also like, yeah, but that was so significant at the time. Yeah, no, no I, I agree. I, I just totally think, that, think I don't know why, back. but it's I don't, just, I don't be, think it's coming back. It will be coming back. I think you, the, you said the music, the way people consume things are so different, the way they entertain. The way they want what they want out of entertainment is different. I just don't think the the values there. I disagree. If it's I like, want to go, if I go to a city, I want to see a live band. But that's generational. I know, but it's not like it's, I'm saying now the next generation could DJs. be that. Yeah, yeah. Have you well, ever? Well, kids now could be seeing DJs. Have you but ever said still people to a, learning instruments and they yeah. want to play? Have you ever said to a young person like uh, if they they went to a wedding like the, oh was there a band at the wedding? They almost they almost laugh L- they laugh at you like they yeah. it's the funniest thing. The bands are dead. I just think that there's no coming back from it. It's it's everything's changed. Like it's a thrill now to get your music on a commercial. Like that's how you become famous. Like oh, if I could get my song on a commercial. Like it's all changed, and I don't know how but, to get but, back. But it's I like think the, it's weird. All art changes. I mean, okay, so I was an artist. I was a painter. The the types of paintings I like and I was influenced by and that I learned from. They don't. That's not. That that's not what painting is anymore. Those it's are the not ones that to, I'll take though from, from my yeah. house. That's fine. Just throw them to me. <laughs> but just like, in case. but that's what art is. Art makes something to be replaced by the next thing that hopefully is moving forward. The problem that I find today with a lot of different types of art, whether that's music, whether that's painting, whether that's movies, is that we seem so soaked in nostalgia that we're having a difficult time moving forward. We're just looking back. And Fran Lebowitz put it best. She was like, you know, I look at paintings and they're like, oh, this new painter, da da da. She's like, this is pointillism. This is Seurat. This is a hundred years old. Mm. But we, because of Instagram and because of the way the internet works and, you know, Tumblr and all this other stuff, we're just obsessed with nostalgia. And so we're not really creating a lot of new it's just like frankenstein monsters bits and pieces of old parts that were posing as new i would agree with that but maybe I, that's why music isn't sticking anymore because it feels very regurgitated and it feels very um ancestral as opposed to something new being offered mm. but people i mean, look if when when the oldest station i'm saying is getting to the stuff that i listen to we're in big trouble you know what yeah I mean? but i listen to I'm, opera i'm like an i was old gonna say my next thing queen. opera yeah you listen to opera it's been around forever. There's a niche market for that, and it makes a lot of money. Yes, but I also think opera. It opera's a strange medium because it's old, but it's new. I mean, it's only 150 years old. I mean, how old is opera really? But it feels very old. It's. I guess it's. I don't know. I'm. I'm just obsessed with Maria Callas. That's my obsession with opera. <laughs> okay. I really could give a shit about anything else in opera besides Maria Callas. <laughs> When's the last time you've been to an opera, Lenny? Uh, never. You've never been to one? No. They're okay. pretty spectacular. I hear it's spectacular, but it's they're all like four hours long. 
depends on the opera. Right. I mean, I wouldn't recommend going to see La Boheme. Right. But I would say, like, if you saw, you know, Lucia di Lammermoor, or if you went and saw, like, a Puccini, like, if you saw Madame Butterfly, where you'll get great sets and music and stuff. Yeah, operas can be still very... Very amazing. And it also just live music like that. Those instruments and the singing. I mean, it it really elevates your existence for that two and a half hours. Every time I know when there's an opera, I know a bunch of people are getting killed somewhere in a montage. That's what I know. <laughs> or just a woman goes crazy. Yeah, they like, really were obsessed with well, mad women like, for yeah, some reason. Like they all went nuts. Yeah. Wait, I, I want to go to opera. I want to do that. I just don't, I don't find, I just don't know. I feel, will I be moved at an opera? Will I cry? Like, will I just be like, oh my God. I, feel I don't like, know if you're going to cry. Only, is that only the, that only in the movie? It's like, is it, great opera i mean or is that dying why don't you too? just go and find out yeah you should go i would recommend going to a, a good opera all right like a beginner's opera maybe go see like <laughs> a, go see tosca like a puccini <laughs> i thought you're gonna say You'll like a high school like production Elmo. yeah <laughs> go see spongebob squarepants start there's there a, there's a saturday morning show at 9 a.m for someone dumb like you, Can you imagine if they did <laughs> opera the same way they did broadway where they had like spongebob the opera yeah i mean I it would be it. It's i a, believe it Right. So it's probably gross. coming. It's probably coming to Mateo. Uh, what do you the, think about uh, the, you? You must have friends. I have friends. I don't want to say my wife possibly that cannot sing a note, and they like singing. Oh, it's pretty insufferable. But I'm also brutal. the opposite, where I can sing like really well, and I'm singing all the time. Like I yawn and sing. I mean, it's, I'm annoying too. I'm annoying <laughs> to live with. I'm always singing, singing and doing high notes and doing. I'm just as. Do you annoying. do musical theater then a lot? No, I've never done like a play. What? You've auditioned. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just studied opera. Really? No. Which, which really is You've just never in of, a musical theater production. Or I was anything? in one when I was 16. I was in this show called Blood Brothers, where I, I only got I the role that, but... of the narrator because I could sing it. I still have a recording if you want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear me as 16? Let's play it. Let's play it. If you can Wait, it this what? No, but you've done opera. You are you just you just. I mean, sing I know opera. how to sing opera because I studied a... how to how to yeah. sing opera for a long time. But. All right, ready? This is going to yeah. be 16 year old Mateo. Okay. This is... Ready? Oh, what? Oh, wait, no. I got to go to... Whoops, BB... Blood Brothers uh, ran on Broadway a for a while. shitty play. All right. Here's me. Ready? 16 years old. Yeah. Okay. And I... This is uh, pretty good. Ready? That's you? Your voice is pretty deep for a 16-year-old. I know I had um, I'm wow, a bass okay. my natural voice is a bass huh. so my no my voice wow. goes so low wow. so I when I was singing I was singing all these like like <laughs> I was but like with one eyebrow and I was and like you don't want to do all that you don't want to go audition and just get shows and I all used that to stuff? sing in no. strip clubs with gay strip clubs in Chicago. Okay. I was in a cabaret group. That was like how I didn't know how to get involved in singing. Stand up is just now that I'm doing stand up, I have my own jazz show at Joe's Pub. Like I'm traveling with it. Like it's weird how the doors open and I could do my own singing Whatever. show. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what you'd be great. I want to go to set. We'll go if see I that say, show. Uh, I want to Let's Joe's do pub. karaoke. You in or I, or I can't yes, do that. Yes, I'm going to sing emotions. <laughs> you are? <laughs> yeah, I got my whistle tones ready to you go. You can't sing, Lenny. I, I, but you think I can you can sing. What's your karaoke no, song? No, I, can, I, I have a good ear for That's, music. Isn't that the curse when someone says that I got any good ear for music? Well, I, am, you I know good sing. from bad. Wait, you think you can sing? I can sing better On the than cruise you. ship, you didn't get up and sing. What cruise ship? On the cruise we went on. Remember Mooney got up and sang? Well, it's 
there's a difference between being able to sing and then getting up to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of people who can't <laughs> sing, sing. Yeah. I We went on a cruise together, and then I didn't know that I had only grown up with drunk karaoke. The only time you did karaoke is when you're stu- super wasted, so I thought everybody, that's just, I thought that's what karaoke was. It kind of is. Like a goofball, get up there. But then when I got on a cruise, these people had been working like, this was the performance of a lifetime. They're like, John has been working on this with for his wife of 30 <laughs> years. For yeah. like, He's been yeah. working on it for like eight years, and he gets up and yes. sings, and I'm like, what is this? Yep. And then, he, anyways, John Mooney went up and really took it seriously. Well, I always used to, in Chicago, there's a place called Trader Todd's, and it was a karaoke bar. like Serious. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah, well, so I mean, no, everyone was wasted. It was a small, shitty karaoke bar. But I would get wasted, go to Boys Town, get drunk, and on my way back home, I would walk in by myself. <laughs> With $20, walk up to the DJ, give it to him and say, put me on next. I'm doing Whitney Houston. I always love you. And go up and literally at you know 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, if I... And it, the reaction from the crowd, was it was like, as if what? Whitney resurrected and came back and these drunk straight people losing their mind. And I... I mean, they that's were just what I want. losing that's their mind. Now, that's the karaoke experience I want. Of course. That's, I'm looking. What, well, what's your name of that place? I want to go there. That's what people... Think they're I, doing when they go up, but they can't sing, uh, and that's oh exactly what you do not want to be. Is the point? But okay, we're running out of time. Yeah, sorry. I want Neil. To, I want to get to this. So Neil, we're on this cruise. So Neil has invented this you thing. You were working on the cruisers. No, on we a went. Cruise. We went long yeah. time ago. We went. Ugh, yeah, cruises. <laughs> they're awful. <laughs> it's the I like them. I oh, hate cruises. Oh, Shut up. <laughs> so Neil, as you hate cruises. Thing, oh, right? <laughs> I just did my first cruise. I was working on oh, the Impractical Jokers, it. which they were great and the people were great, but just a cruise itself. Was you just can't the, get off. What's the, the thing? bane of my existence? Okay. Buffet. Was <laughs> buffet. All right. So Neil has invented a thing called hummers. He can hum a song. It's impossible to figure out what it is, but you have a great ear. No, he'll figure so, it out in seconds. I'll make I'll make them kind of easy. Yeah. Well, I don't so, know rock and roll, so I know like you got to think divas. No, I only I only can think you give of him a diva? Uh, uh, I can think of diva songs. Let me see if Aretha I can do one. Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston. Oh, I think the I can give right, a diva song. No, this one's an easy one. This is just a Hummer. Yeah. All right. Name that tune. <laughs> I haven't done one in a while. All right. That's pretty easy. That's as easy what? as it gets. <laughs> Dun 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 dun. Okay, I, know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a diva. That's show. a diva. You said a diva. I threw that one in there. It's one of my favorite songs growing up. It's we'll do definitely it again. a diva. Eighties. <laughs> uh, that's like as easy as I can get. Well, I, don't I, know. As easy I might as not I can know make the song. It. Yo, it's you know probably song. a little bit before your time, but you'll know the song. When we're gonna get you to sing it for real when he does it, I All know right. what he's doing. Okay. All right. We'll, Give it to we'll, him again. All we'll do. That's right. That's right. You got it. All right, do another one. No, no. All right, we're out of time. All right, it's Madonna, borderline. Oh, borderline. Seems like I'm going to lose my mind. Now, Neil, that's what it sounded like in my head. I won't change if I if I. Thank you, Mateo. Let's no, move if on. I go up you too see? high, I give it away. You're not giving away. I, it's like we got a great when I, uh, you You're an idiot. I can't give it away. It's got to be challenging. The final. <laughs> the fi- I think I like Mariah. <laughs> the final uh, corner today. Let's play some scruples with Mateo. So okay. these are just morality plays that we discuss what, you know, 
what would you do? You're at a you're at a you're dining at a fancy restaurant. The waiter forgets to add the drinks to the bill. Do you tell her? No. No. What are you crazy? <laughs> you do. Uh, How many drinks? I don't know. Does, even if it's a Coca Cola. So uh uh. Look, they didn't charge us for the drinks. Hey, hey. So <laughs> <laughs> what, right, what about when no. you're at? What about when you're at? You were a waiter. I don't care. You want to get stiff? I feel like it was my day. You have to pay he for forgot, no, I he feel, forgot to do it. Yeah, I feel like it's my day. I feel like almost they did it on purpose. Like they were just treating me. They liked me. <laughs> I would rationalize it in my head anyway. I might tip a little more, yeah. but I'm definitely not paying. For the drinks, if they what forgot. What about them. when you're at the grocery store and they just forget to Why ring up shit? Why would you pay shit? if they I'm just saying. It. I'm just saying, oh, I don't know. Lenny, honesty, Lenny lives by a no, code. No, 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 He lives honesty, by a code. Honestly, they're fucking you over anyways. It's like that's $24 for a goddamn piece of mozzarella, please. <laughs> yeah, that's how you rationalize it in your head. What I would, deserve this. But wait, you are a waiter, so what would happen? Well, what do you mean? I would never make that mistake. I would always oh, over. I would never make I that would mistake. always over, overdo it. Sometimes you left stuff out to get a bigger tip. I'm gonna ask Bethel when. Like she you go, that here. beer's on me, even though you weren't gonna charge him anyways, and they give Borderline. you a bigger tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Honest. What's the honesty song? What Billy honesty? Joel? No, yeah, Billy Joe. Honesty, because that's you. Go ahead, do it. I can't do it. I was gonna be. Uh, uh, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> 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 what key is this that? is like your worst. sound. If I heard that in Alley at Night, of like, this is how I die. Is that that Death Sharp? Right <laughs> the there? key of death. Uh, the key of death. It's got. Songs rhythm. in the key of death. <laughs> they, the hummers have to be difficult. And Billy you Joel sings high. I know, but I can't do that because it's too easy. Like, he sings yeah. really high. I he maybe he's had a drop. Well, I maybe yeah. would give you like a, uh, 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 like that's as high as I go because then the hummers just too easy. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's easy in his head. He's, that's how he always about, preface it. It's like uh, it's so easy. Uh, 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 that's just like to me. I it's like it I sounds hear like it. a Gregorian monk chant. <laughs> I don't know what you just did, huh? huh, 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 huh. Born in the USA. Born in the USA. Oh, Shit, I could have got it. Born in the USA. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, then you, you go, huh, 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 It's one note yeah, he does I it. can't do, if you, you go, go up. Huh, 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 because the, he holds that note longer. Yeah, I throw a little bit. I throw it up a little bit just for Born the fans. Born in the USA. <laughs> You buy your lover an expensive Valentine's Day gift. You're you break up a month later. Do you ask for it back? No. Interesting. I, I can see you, you know? bringing it up if you're like out sometime. In <laughs> you don't. The same way if yeah. you loan someone money, you cannot expect for it to be back. I said I'm going to give you money regardless. Look, I'm giving it to you. I can't expect that money back. Wait, if you say it's a loan, if I say if you give money in any way, shape, or form, yes, you. Part of you has to rel- you have to relinquish. You cannot They're, expect that well, money my, back. <laughs> I promise I will give it back to you. You still don't expect it back. Uh, no. Interesting. I've given money to people and they haven't given it back, and I'm like, well, I've, all right. I also chose to do that. Mm. Well, my friend is this guy's having such difficulty date. He's dating all these girls. Yeah. And he's boiled it down to now he can't go out with any girls. So he keeps if they don't offer to pay the bill. This kind of every insane. time. No, no. He he wants to pay. Right. Like he likes taking them out. He pays. But then he went out with this girl like eight times in a row, and she refuses to ever say, "Can I help? I'll help." So or she's out. Yeah, but yeah. he can't take it. And now it's narrowed down to now. It's just his whole dating thing has just been destroyed by this moment. Every date, it's like he's waiting for the girl to go like, "I'll, I'll split this. That I'll have half." Well, they have you to want do to, it. They don't have to. He says the majority of them just sit there, and then if they sit there, then he doesn't immediately. He's not liking them. I'm like, you can't just. At the first couple ones, but after the third one, they should offer. Like yeah, after the, the, after the first one. 
Yeah. I forget that straight people have to deal with that kind of shit. <laughs> well, what, what's <laughs> in the like, gig? What's going just on? Just either there? split it. I don't know. Yeah. It's like we're both men. Who, what are we going to be like? Oh, who's paying? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll pay this time. You pay next time. He's so I, mad at this girl. He really the, liked her, but he, it was like the eighth one, and he's like, it, she wouldn't offer. He all, asked, and she's like, all the guy sat, wants uh, is for you to yeah. fake go for it. That's it. Right. That's pretend, all need. At least pretend. I mean, if she can't, pre- this is on the eighth date he already. Just wants then, a, he then wants get a, rid of her. She's worth. Yeah, like, that's what I said. I think I was right. He wants a gesture. But if you, if going back yeah, to that question, but going back to that question though, yeah. if you, if you ask a girl uh, if you, to marry you and you give her her ring. And it's a real super nice ring, and, yep. then, and then she breaks it off two months later. Well, uh, a ring is different than a gift. Yeah, yeah. that's expensive. Like, do you if want I, that a back? A gift is like a, a ring. It means yeah. that's something yeah. else. Especially if it's a family ring, just give back the ring. Yeah, if I if I was Why breaking up anyway? with someone and they gave me a ring, I'd give the ring back. Right. Why do you want it anyway? It's, you don't. Right. You don't. It's Unless you're Mariah memory. Carey, it was a $2.5 million ring. Oh, she kept true. it. That's yeah, then, then, then. Still, dude. even that, I would just take it back. I'm Mariah Carey. $2.5 million, I definitely would keep that. Yeah. So I would just be like, what a lucky break. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be no different than getting the extra drinks at the mm. bar. Save that for a rainy day. <laughs> you ask a girl, you're totally into it to a concert. You could be a guy for mm-hmm. this. She or he says she can't go. Then so you ask a second person to a concert. They say yes. One hour later, the first one calls you back and says they can go. Do you cancel on person number two? No. To go you, out with you person number one. You say to person number one. number one, look, I really would have loved to go with you, but because you said no, I made a commitment to somebody else. I love this Mateo Like, Go. Shit, wait Mateo. a second. If that's a dream girl that calls you, I had yeah. this happen in high school. <laughs> Yeah, this exact situation I'm in one hallway And the girl asked me To the Sadie Hawkins dance Yeah And the <laughs> My dream girl I wanted to go with Is in the other hallway right. I walked to the other hallway She asked me right. To the Sadie Hawkins dance I just got asked So I stuck with the first one You did the you right did? thing no, You did the right thing Still you fucking did the regret right it thing. Still re- What? Messed Why up do you my, regret it? Messed up my entire life I feel like that was okay. my slide <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh my God. You haven't seen an opera, but you're living one right now. No, I, I, in normal circumstances, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't know Italian. (laughs) I can't speak any language. Are you Italian? What are you? Like, I, I, turns out I'm a little bit of everything. 7% Jewish, my friend. 7%? Where'd you get that one? Wait, I was 7% Jewish, and then I got an update on Ancestry.com. You did? They took it away. Uh, What? (laughs) Because it's 0%. Stop lying to people. Now it's like 3%. How much Arab is it? Point. Well, like th- I'm half Middle Eastern Arab, and then what? Ar- where Lebanese? Yeah, Lebanese, uh, Jordanian, and then I got I I got a uh, I got half Irish, yeah. white, That's half right. white, like forty percent white, thirty something percent, forty percent Middle Eastern, and then a bunch of weird shit like the uh, the <laughs> some Greek, <laughs> Jewish, uh, pygmy, some Belarus, something in that area. Someone threw something Sri Lanka. over Sri Lanka. Yeah, some weird shit. Mental patient. Oh uh, yeah. Do you know yeah. what you are, Lenny? Yeah, yeah I have this joke. One hundred percent. One hundred percent Jew. <laughs> yeah. One. I want my money back. Um, I bet. I bet not. I bet that it goes no, deep. It's I bet you got Greek point, in not, you. No, that's not how the Jews roll, man. I'll show you the. I got fourteen percent. I got Italian in me. I'm like, I got like seven percent Greek, seven percent Italian. So I got it, a lot. It's of literally stuff. like the way they come up with it. It's like ninety nine point nine percent Ashkenazi Jew. How much? And then like a sliver just to cover their standard deviation of other. You know what I mean? Like or or you know. What, what, how much do I need to call myself Italian? Like fourteen percent? Well, I don't know because I'm really only a quarter. Okay, because I'm also part Mexican, so I—I I mean, culturally, I'm like, yeah, I'm Italian, but then I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm not. I'm—I mean, I am, but I'm like also Latino and then Irish. 
So, yeah, we all got this weird Irish thing. Oh, the Irish are everywhere. Damn it. All right. Let, That's you know, good. So I, I'm Irish. All right, yeah. There you go. I mean, the rest of his family looks like But Irish. you're Middle Eastern, so. Well, I always look like I, his I mom. Middle Eastern. Yeah. He looks like his mom. They only have this coloring. The rest of them look like Irish. Oh, Tati Tatar. <laughs> do, yeah. you got, do you got some Arab language in there? Do I? No, I don't even know how to say. I have, I don't know how to say Charmuta. any greetings. In, I just know Charmuta. I could ululate, <laughs> but I think that's only women who ululate, so. My grandma right. always goes, she's a Sharmuta. <laughs> oh, is that a whore? Oh, great. You know one word. <laughs> ah. All right. You're attractive, but poor without skills, Neil. Mm. That was just a statement. No, you're attractive, shot. but that's poor without right skills. Abby. Someone offers you a lot of money to work for an escort service. Do you do it? Let Neil answer this one Wait, first. Wait, could you? What's the movie? Midnight. Uh, you're attractive. John, John Boy comes to New York, yeah. and next thing you're. Uh, I, don't, I would never. I mean, I'll just be poor before I'm going to. Yeah. I, have a, I have friends who were escorts. Mm-hmm. I would not, well, though. Well, you could pull it off. No, I'd be too, I'm too neurotic. Yeah, I would be awful at it. It would be like a word. It would be such Which a Which part? Collecting the money part? Or the, co- uh, the sex part. <laughs> the money part I'm fine with. Uh, okay, so Could you, you be it. an escort? No, not for, for You a would second. be worse than me. I'd be, be like, are we going to do this? But on the bed, <laughs> yeah, is the bed yeah. washed? That's right. Ah. Disgusting. Can I have we, to be high end. Can we keep the game on the TV? Some, you would be surprised. People get paid like $30,000 for a weekend. Oh wow! That yeah, that, you make no, a lot that, of money. That changes everything. You could. I, I just can't imagine I would ever have gotten paid for that. But if I mean, thirty thousand dollars for a weekend—that's that's different. You got to remember that in your head that the person you're gonna escort with is like gorgeous and no. they have a lot of no, money. No, no, no. Yeah, it's not. Gonna Every work. once in a while, my friends were like, "Oh yeah, you'd get like a hot guy who's like married to a woman or whatever." Blah blah blah. Right. But I think generally speaking, no, it's not not, not good. That, yeah, okay. it's kind of people out of their prime. Let's go to the next one. That are one. rich. Yeah. But I mean, how much is the money? How much money do you need to just do that is really the question you're asking. Like, where was, where's your price? Like, what's that movie back in the day with That's Robert right. Redford That's where he's right. like, sleep with he them. only paid her a million dollars. But now if you remake that movie, it's probably like 50 million, 10 million. 50 million. And you, would million. you give away your wife or whatever for 50 million? Yeah. And it didn't end well, that movie. It's never going to end well. See, I don't think it's ever going to end well. <laughs> well, yeah. you, But you're going to have $50 million. Mm-hmm. Next one. Your fr- <laughs> your, that's true. It's been I'll how be, much you want to break up with your wife. I'll be living in Italy with a house, and I'll be living in places with a house that's by true. myself. Your friend asked you to hide a bag in your apartment for a week. Do you do it? Do you look in the bag? I would absolutely. That's a tricky one because you'd have to say, what's in the bag? What if you said, don't look in the bag? Then I'd say, no. <laughs> You have to see what's in the bag. Yeah, if I if I if it's drugs, no. If I think it's you just don't like, want to know, right? I wouldn't want to know. If it's a dead body, well, I mean, hey, hide this then you bag. You really don't want to know. Just right. for one week, how Guy's does that? Head? No, I would how not. does that hold up in court though? First of all, I don't have enough room in my apartment to hold myself, <laughs> let alone someone else's bag. So if someone's like, "Here's my bag," no. Mm, you yeah. say no, you not say even no. Say no. Wow. If, uh, my, if my cousins asked me, that's different. But yeah. uh, no. Am I getting money to hold the bag? Right for this question, no. Right now, if I'm not getting money, I'm I'm right with you. I'm saying you're not no. Say, you're saying no. Yeah. Why? Why the risk? If I said I have a, can you just hold this for me for a week? Any bag? You no. For hold? you, I would hold it. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think it's saying. a body or whatever. But I would definitely look in it. Oh, you should. And then right. I would. What if it's zipped? What if it's a zip bag? And no, because I would want to like uh, replace What's in everything. It? I'm not telling. I can't. I don't tell care. You. Whatever. You don't want to know. That's wh- my thing. You don't want to know. Then I would not hold it. I would. Okay. If I hold the bag, I'm opening the bag and I'm replacing it with my shit as a joke because that's funny. <laughs> well, that I can <laughs> yeah, say. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm definitely yeah. now. I'm holding the bag. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. It could be a piece of art. 
It could be a bag of art, artwork. All right, Neil. <laughs> Are you holding the bag? Yeah, I'd hold the bag. Okay. Oh if God. I had room, I'd just put it on a shelf. No, oh, no. yeah, I remember. You told no, me to hold no. the bag. Really? No, no. I mean, there's no food in there. There's You're nothing so that's so not Italian. Uh, <laughs> Where's not that bag? Boop, 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 boop. That's right, how right, every right. bad movie starts, though. Right. You go, you take that bag. I would. I lost the cap. I'll find it. I'll find it. Don't worry. We're Sorry. almost done. Um, let's do one more. Um, you're at a Hollywood party. The head of Netflix set whispers in your ear. If you sleep with them, they'll green light the special. You're going to sleep with the head of Netflix. Now, it could be a woman. Let's say it's a woman. For you, Again, by, by sleeping with them, then I could end the green. I might not get the green. You know what you're I mean? The green light. No, they promise you the green. You if will they, get the green If light. I get the green light, then I'm all in. <laughs> I call really? Bethel, just go, here we go, Bethel. She's I didn't like, say what they're even going to pay for. It doesn't for matter. Bethel will be like, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, wow. I'm in. Okay. I would not. I don't think I would either, unfortunately. I've made it this far with nothing. You get it. Yeah, I would, I'd also be like, you know what? I don't know. I just believe in myself enough. I'm like, there you whatever. Go. I don't have to fuck this dude. I'll do something else. You know what? Worst case scenario, it's like a one-person show for me afterwards. See, that's the thing. You made a good point. <laughs> Neil doesn't believe in himself. I I do believe in myself, but I I believe in myself more if I have a Netflix special. I feel like I have to <laughs> sing that I have to sing that Lena Horne song to you. Believe from the Wiz. If you yeah, believe within uh, your heart. That you <laughs> wait, are you? This is a net. Wait, a Netflix TV show? No, special. special. A special. Your one hour Neil Potter presents. I would definitely come on. I'd have to take that at this point. No, I refuse. All right, I'm with Mateo. I'm going down at this point for the. I don't know. Ten Shit. years ago, it might have been different. All right, <laughs> the way we end the show. Um, is oh thanks Matan. Was oh, one God. good thing or one bad thing of the week? Like you can make anything, anything good or anything that bad happen. It could be either one or both. Wait, um, something that happened to me, or I can make happen something to happen. It. No, no, something that happened to you. One good thing oh. or one bad thing of the week. Mine this week is. Let's. I mean, can I just talk about? I did my taxes because we're trying to buy a place. My tax bill is like thirty one thousand dollars. Okay, At, because comics we don't get. Right. You know, it's are, you all incorpor- are you incorporated? No, do- I'm not incorporated. Uh. So whatever, it doesn't matter anyway because I'd get hit in some weird right. way. But Amazon made eleven billion dollars last year and, and paid, paid zero taxes. a goose egg in taxes. Yeah. How is that fucking possible <laughs> on this earth? I know it's. It really, I really am quite shocked by it because. It's so it's like it's the ultimate slap in the face that like obviously corporations are way more considered and cared for and and and, um, you know, nurtured than humans are because ever since corporations were considered people. But it's like, well, then why don't we get the same? Oh, it's so funny. Can I just put my left foot in Switzerland and say that's where I I usually live, but then have the rest of my body here and then not pay taxes? Do you see what I'm saying? Because isn't that what they do? They just put their headquarters in places you don't have to pay taxes for, and then, yeah. A lot of them all have their house in Florida. Yeah, buy the house in Florida. All these athletes. And then if an athlete goes to Toronto, the taxes are so high in Toronto, nobody wants to play in Toronto. So the franchises all suck. Because nobody wants to play there. Or they have to overpay them by a zillion dollars because they have to pay taxes. Neil, one good thing, one bad thing of the week. Well, what's your good thing? That was No, no. It's a, that I just have my choice oh, bad this week. Mine, yes. mine was uh, I tried to, <laughs> our, our sink broke. Our 
in our bathroom. Yeah. And so I'm like, so a good thing. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I'm the worst at fixing anything, but I'm like, I'm going for this. Oh, moron. Oh, no. so, but I, yeah. moron is moron <laughs> me, in English, by the way. Me going for it is I go to Amazon, I buy a bunch of shit. So I'm like, I buy the, like, the, 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 the thing, the snake, and then I buy the, oh. the tape. So and I, you're acting it out as I, you are now. <laughs> no, I literally, hey, just I go, need a thing. I thought Bethel was going to be so proud of me. So I go oh. in there, I literally just decide I'm going to, it's just a minor leak. So I'm just like, screw that. I see that flip. All commercial. Have you seen that guy that's driving around a boat? Yeah. He's like, my boat dries in the so water. You have a leak and so I buy the flex. I could work. tape the whole thing. I just put tape around the whole oh pipe. It. I guess the tape peels off like the rusty part, and now there's like a gaping hole. <laughs> and so, so now literally the you turn <laughs> you turn on the water, and it just comes rolling out. So I have to. I had a little thing down. I have to get a big tub. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't come out. Like, if you brush your teeth and it's you literally just it comes right out the bottom. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And then Bethel just like, God, that is so fucking pathetic. Please it was, tell me you had your pants down, like, with the premise butt crack. At least you. That was just yeah, so it's your problem here. Dude, I had to take the tape off and just be like, speaks no languages, <laughs> can't sing. Can't it fix anything. Cannot yeah. fix a rusted pipe. I wouldn't be. That's when you call someone. That's when you say this is beyond my, my. I did. I called the whatever super, but I was like, I got this. I was just so embarrassing. I, but see, I naturally want to go to the bad things, so I should Jim, think of something good because we all have said bad way. things. Either way, you did Just Gal's show. That was fun, right? <laughs> yeah. What was that show? <laughs> I played Liza Oscar. Minnelli for two hundred <laughs> people, and no one knew who Liza Minnelli was. <laughs> I literally was on stage like, oh, I remember the first thing my mother said to me. <laughs> oh, that she so said, good. Liza, <laughs> call an ambulance. That's and just silence. Um, really? No one, knows no who one she knew is. Liza. Oh, my God. It was really, and Dave was making me laugh so hard because he was doing this Michael Caine impression yes, with the glasses and this. Caine. I mean, we were talking. I did a Joe, Ma I do a perfect Joe Mackey and a yep. perfect Orny Adams. Those are the perfect impressions. <laughs> oh, do Orny. We haven't even do Orny. Oh, Orny Adams. I was with him the whole summer <laughs> in Montreal and the fucking air conditioner's not going to work. <laughs> Not oh working God. great. That is awesome. And I, I brought up Joe Mackey as Joe. <laughs> I said, oh, the next comedian's really great, gang. Um, a good thing that happened to me, uh, I, uh, yeah, I was in the deadline thing with the deadline article about my show with Comedy Central. Oh, yeah. So that's good news. That's a great oh, news. news. All right. What's your social media so everybody can go look at Mateo, Mateo Lane? M-A-T-T-E-O-L-A-N-E -T -T -E -E on Instagram. If you don't like pictures of naked men, do not go to my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> when are you at Joe's Pub? Uh, next time, I think we're going in June. They're booked so much. Yeah, so we just a did a show room. and then we're that's going back in June. Room. Mateo, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming. having that was me. Fun, right? So we fun. Had fun. I did have fun. And fun. we heard you sing. And we, yeah, yeah. High, high school. You want to take that us was out with something? Uh, uh, borderline. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we I all got. Sing along with them. You keep. like I'm going to lose my mind. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs>